Welcome to Moments of Growth Podcast. We are back and better than ever. We are in season two of healing, growing, and evolving next level. Navigating through moments in life while strengthening our spiritual connection with wisdom and knowledge. With guidance and direction, we can uncover the unspoken so we can change the narrative and go from existing to living. Ready? Let's talk about it. Welcome back to Moments of Growth Podcast. How are you guys doing? I'm excited to be back with you guys yet another Friday. How is everybody doing? As always, we are tapping in live on our Instagram page. So if you are here, available, tune into at Moments of Growth Podcast on our Instagram page so you can tune in live to this week's episode. I pray everybody is doing well. I pray everybody is really just enjoying the moment i just kind of want to tap into that because this week has been a week of just me really being in the moment and really just embracing what each and every second presents not so much focused on what the future holds but just appreciating the now and so i pray everybody is doing that um, as always, thank you guys for always showing so much love and support to Moments Ago Podcast, whether you like, comment, share, whether you tap into Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Music, iHeart, whether you um, have subscribed to our YouTube channel, Talking Moments Ago with me, and I appreciate each and every one of you guys. I am so thankful for Heavenly Father as he continued to keep me on this journey each and every week. Um, navigating through moments in life, but also uncovering the things that need to be spoken and so we can change the narrative to go from existing to living. So I won't keep y'all long this week because I've been excited to do this episode. We are tapping into fighting through addiction. Yes, this topic, I have been going back and forth for probably six months about this topic just because it is a sensitive topic for me. A lot of, um, I endured a lot of family members who suffered from different addictions, different times, and it is definitely a topic that a, a lot of people don't like to talk about because um, it's sensitive. Addiction can really alter a relationship, it can alter a family dynamic, it can alter a mindset, it can alter a lot right and so a lot of people don't really like to tap into addiction so i actually wanted to um provide a different perspective though on addiction i actually wanted to explore another level that a lot of people don't think are addictions that truly are addictions so y'all know what i do i always go through definition first right i always tap into Because we always have this misconception also that what we think addiction is versus what it truly the defined word is, we always try to manipulate it where it fits good for us, right? So what is addiction? When you have a strong physical or psychological urge to do something or use something. And so with when it comes to addiction, I actually wanted to uncover some of the addictions that a lot of people may not think are addictions. Um, of course, you got the common ones, you know, drugs, alcohol, um, nicotine, you know, sex, you know, the common addictions, right? But I kind of want to highlight some of the ones that people don't think are addictions. Um, 
substance abuse has has been the most common right addiction in in society and it can be in a space of uh like detrimental right because a lot of people if you ask listen i can really holy spirit got my tongue because i could really dive into this if you ask people um are you addicted of course they're gonna say no i can stop at any time right and that goes for substance abuse that goes for alcohol that goes for weed okay let's talk about it um that can be an addictive substance you know and sex all of that I can stop I have the will you know you get that line and that is the ultimate line to know that they are addicted is to say that they can stop at any time so I wanted to highlight a major addiction that people don't talk about and that's codependency I have experienced um, several members of the family that are very codependent on other family members and I even was in a space myself that I was codependent on my husband at the time thinking that I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't survive without him <laughs> and it was so funny because I really had that mindset like I was really codependent on what I thought at the time was what I deserved and it wasn't and so codependency is the need to constantly depend on someone else like you don't have enough inner power inner strength uh, mentally emotionally spiritually to stand on your own two feet it has nothing to do with financial right um even though a lot of us associate codependency with the financial like you know you can't afford to be on your you know but I'm really talking about the mental and the emotional part of codependency because even if you are struggling financially and you constantly find yourself living with somebody all the time like majority of your life you have lived with somebody it's a mental and emotional tie to that and it's not just with the codependent, but it's the codependent, right? And so we always tend to post blame and point finger at the actor, the actual codependent, versus none of us really take a look at the codependent, the person who is allowing this repeated cycle to take place, right? We tend to always look at the person and be like, oh, they. They back here again. They can't stand on their own two feet. What is going on mentally that you are unable to stand in your own? Like, we always like to do that. We always like to point fingers. And that's what just with anything. And I can't stand it. Because it's just like, you act like you are, <laughs> are not playing a major part in this as well, right? Yes, the codependent may have a, a weakened mindset and a weakened emotional stability where they are unable or they're too scared to stand on their own two feet it's not necessarily of the financial aspect all the time I have endured a lot of people where they make good money but they still hold on to a certain person 
of a level of codependency because it's a mentally and emotionally tied to it. And so it's not always about your financial status of where codependency thrives from. But then we never look at the person who allows it. Like, even though, you know, you you point out the fact that this person constantly is codependent on someone or something, right? Which is a form of addiction. But you never pay attention to the fact that you allow it. Like, you give passes. You say that it's okay. You say that it is, I understand, like, they're family. Oh, that is the all-time saying, they're family. I would never allow family to blah, 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 right? And so you have to understand the part that you play in as the codependent. It's not always about the dependent. It's, it's about the person who's allowing the dependent to take advantage of your kindness and your, and your love for them. Like, you kind of got to pay attention on both sides. Now, another non-drug related addiction I really want to tap into is ego. Baby. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Egotistical mindset is an ultimate addiction. Can I say this any louder? <laughs> Egotistical mindset is the ultimate addiction. I know. I had to scream like that, y'all, but I had to really get that across because you have to understand that you operating in your ego is an addiction. Like, if you are finding yourself being ego-driven in any every aspect of your life, then it's an addiction. Like, if you cannot be vulnerable, if you can't be transparent, if you can't be open and honest, you're operating off of your ego where you don't want to look a certain way, you don't want people to think a certain way, you don't want... Then to be like, you know, try to play a gangster, you know what I mean? Very egotistical. Baby, that's an addiction, okay? Whether you want to admit it or not. Because you're so concerned about the perception of other people that you are addicted to making sure that you are presenting yourself a certain way that's really not true. Let's talk about it. And so it's so interesting how I've encountered so many egotistical people. But the funny part is... It has been dominantly male. I'm not even going to shy away from you. It's been a lot of male that I've encountered egotistical mindset. But women, baby. And it's be some grown women. It don't be some women trying to still figure themselves out or trying to really understand. No, no, no. This is some grown women who operate off of egotistical. They try to put put on this persona because they don't want to look a certain way. They don't want to look as if they don't got their stuff together, knowing they don't have their stuff together. And so they operate out of egotistical mindset and has this portray as if they on top of the world, that they just doing it, they just big, and they really not. It's a level of addiction. And the funny part is about it is they don't just put on this persona, this facade for people that they don't know. They do this for family. How are we, why are we putting on a facade? Why are we operating egotistically with family, people that are blood tied. Why are we operating like this? Right? I'm just it like it don't make sense. It's not adding. The math not at the math not adding, y'all. Because I'm trying to understand and Holy Spirit please guide me on this because I want to make this very, very clear on operating egotistically doesn't do anything but damage you. It has nothing to do with the outer world. 
as much as you think that you are protecting a certain image, you're actually deteriorating inside because you just want to operate out of your ego. Now, I ain't going to spend too much on ego because I can hurt some people's ego, okay? We're going to talk about people pleasing. This was an addiction that I suffered for so many years. I was so addicted to people pleasing. I was so addicted to making sure everybody was good, everybody was happy, everybody was pleased, everybody was just at ease before I even tend to my own mental state, my own emotional stability, my own spiritual awakening, let's talk about it, my own physical health. I used to, I'm just gonna give a little background story, working in a medical field, I loved what I did, and um, and I, man, it was the, literally my best space, those eight years of working, with a private practice, the people that I worked with, the um, patients I encountered, the physician that I worked for, everything was absolutely amazing. It was literally the best experience. It was literally one of the most exuberating eight years of my life, right? It was very, very life-changing in so many different aspects. But I was such a people pleaser. I would overwork I would go over leaps and bounds. I would devalue myself in order for everything else to run smoothly. Like in in the practice, there's multiple people that has same positions, right? I was literally the only one in the practice that operated at, at everybody's position effectively. And it was just for the simple fact I wanted to be make sure the physician was pleased. I wanna make sure the office manager was pleased about how the the operation of the office was running. I, I, I took a time where it wasn't me, I never checked in with myself mentally. It was always making sure everybody was happy. And so if you're gonna sit here and say people pleasing is not an addiction, baby, I am one to tell you that it is. Outside of my working in a medical field, I was people pleasing within my family. Let's talk about it. And it was to people who were nasty with me. It was people who were mean, who were disrespectful, who was gossiping about me all the time, throwing dirt on my name, but I always made sure that they were good. Anytime they called for help, I dropped what I was doing to help. People pleasing is an addiction. I don't I don't want anybody to have this mindset that okay um, well, people pleasing, like you're being of servant. No, that's not what that is. Being a diligent servant, you don't neglect yourself. That's the difference, right? You're being of servant. You're helping others, but you got to know how to help yourself in order to help others. And if you're finding yourself just constantly doing for others and not doing for you, then you're addicted to people pleasing. I was addicted to it because I also suffered from abandonment issues. And so I would make sure everybody was good just so they could stay around. Let's talk about it. And so a lot of us, okay, I'm talking to you. A lot of us <laughs> have this tendency of trying to sugarcoat what people pleasing is for the sake of presence. And that is why it's an addiction. You're no longer caring about just wanting to help others. You're now 
putting yourself in uncompromising positions mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, socially, just for the sake to say, oh, I got friends, or the sake to say, I got a man, the sake to say, I got a girl, right? That's a form of addiction. Let's go back to the definition. When you have a strong physical or psychological urge to do something or use something. Okay, I'm gonna leave that there. I ain't gonna get on y'all too bad today. Now, another non-drug related addiction, pride. Woo, baby, let's talk about pride. This one right here has been definitely one of the most challenging non-related addictions for me because I do not like to ask for help. I really, really don't. I don't like to ask for help. I, it came literally <clears throat> by blood because my mom is, was the same way. My dad is the same way. My grandma was the same way. I have so many aunts and uncles who are the same way. It is a very unhealthy addiction, whether you want to admit it or not. Um, it is a very unhealthy addiction. Struggling in pride will have you pitiful. Struggling in pride will have you down on your luck longer if you just put your pride aside and be like, help me. And let, let's tap into this. Asking for help doesn't mean I need help with $20 like <laughs> oh I need you to help me pay a bill we that that be the thing that I'm not really talking about like I'm not talking about asking for money I'm talking about help me straighten out my mental thoughts I need help understanding why I'm crying so much or if you don't want to ask a person let's talk about Heavenly Father help me to gain balance within my life Help me to see where you are taking me. Don't sit there and just be like, I want, I want, I want. Like, you got to ask like for some help to understand what you're asking for. And the thing about pride is you think that it, it shows a sign of weakness if you're asking for help. I was there. I felt like if I sit there and ask for help, if I ask somebody to help me just figure out a resume, like just figure out how to formulate my resume it made me look like I didn't know how to put one together like I would really just be because it goes in tie with your ego if you suffer oh I'm so excited about this episode y'all so if you have this thing about being prideful where you don't want to ask for help for just the simplest things like if a task at work or something pertaining to your business or something pertaining to whatever you're formulating it also transfers into your egotistical mindset because if you're so prideful that you can't ask somebody to help you with a simple task you automatically your ego is like i i'm too good for this you can't sit here and try to walk me baby step me in something because i know how to do it so you start operating in your egotistical mindset if if this is making sense i pray it's making sense because I, I, I get so excited with my thoughts that I hope this is translating where you guys are truly understanding the addiction part of these traits. Like pride. You should never be so prideful to ask for help. And, and it's still a challenge for me. So I don't think that I'm just kind of like attacking. But I'm bringing awareness. Because it's something that we all struggle with in some shape, way, or form. But you have to be in a space mentally, emotionally, 
but also have your spiritual strengthened to understand that we all need help in some shape, way, or form. And it got to be monetary. You got to, like, if you are struggling, right, financially, you don't have to ask somebody for money. You can ask somebody to help you navigate through some resources. You get what I mean? You don't got to outright, oh, I need help with this bill. How about you ask somebody, oh, can you help me fill out this government assistance application? Like, I don't know. Like, it's different. It's this different way to maneuver where you don't feel like you are a charity case or if you feel like you got your hand, you know, unless you just outright in that space, like you just want to take people's money knowing doggone well you're healthy and whole that you, there's, there's so many things out here. I'm going to be very, very honest. There's so many things out here that it doesn't take much for you to make some extra money. It's not like how it used to be in the 90s where extra money came from hustling. Like, you can really navigate through a lot of things in 2024 where you can gain some extra cash. So it's really not about the money money aspect. It's, we're really talking about you just asking for help within who you are. I think that's more where I want Holy Spirit got me tapping into. It's helping to help you with who you are. Like a lot of us are operating out of our old selves because we are refusing to ask for help in the direction of where our new self should be going. Let's talk about it. I was one where I was very content with being bitter. I was very content with being angry. I was very content with being obnoxious. I was definitely a fighter. And I was very content with that because I felt like I needed to have that defense mechanism so nobody could really mess with me. Versus when it got to the point that I started to see it reflecting within my kids, I said, oh, change must be made. And so I started asking for help. How do I release all of this? How do I release it? And with me, I, I went to Heavenly Father immediately because nobody of this world can help me because this world is evil in itself. So let's talk about it. So when it comes to your problem, it's not all about just you tapping into you wanting to ask for monetary help and to get by through certain situations. It's not all about that because we got people that don't even want to ask because this is why suicide rate is high because nobody want to ask for help. Everybody wants to continue to look strong knowing that you are crumbling inside. You want to continue to put on this facade that you are all, be all, can do all, can really just hit the, because you don't want to ask, say, I need some help. I am broken. I am struggling mentally. I need some help. Like a lot of us are really in this, this energy and this space of sugarcoating, running around mulberry bush, trying to just see if who is going to catch on to the hints. How about we be direct about it? I need help. I need some mental help. And this is going to come from you strengthening your spiritual connection with Heavenly Father because you have to gain a level of strength within to be able to ask for that type of help. I understand. I was too weak to ask for that type of help and I would try to make it seem like I had everything all together and I was crumbling inside. Everything was crumbling around me. So I understand. This is why I'm able to speak on it. And this is why I'm able to call a spade a spade talk about it. okay another non-drug related addiction lying jesus fix it <laughs> jesus be a fence because i don't understand what this lying 
thing that is just something that's just so popular and just something that's just so high demand I don't understand it but it's an addictive there's a lot of people who are habitual liars who are just second nature liars they that a lie just automatically comes out their mouth whether they want to lie or not they may desire to tell the truth but it goes in tie with their pride and their ego you see how all of these are kind of co connecting like connect the dots like if you're finding yourself just consciously lying all the time that pertains to your pride because you don't want to be truthful and then it connects to your ego because you don't want to look a certain way <laughs> yeah so this thing with lying I'm not sure I I'm not sure why I don't know why people lie I don't know why people are scared to be truthful um, because to me the re repercussions of lying is more severe than if you just outright being honest with someone or something you know that's just my personal opinion everybody has their own misconception when it comes to lying they say well no let me tell you one let me just get a little I'm gonna tell y'all Joe one of the things <laughs> I've heard a lot when somebody would lie to me I lied to protect your feelings <laughs> baby <laughs> listen and every time I've heard that I cracked up a bust out of laughing in their face to be honest because how are you protecting my feelings by lying? Like, I just really want to gain some understanding with that. How do you protect somebody's feelings by lying to them and withholding truth? Because if you feel the need, or if you care that much, if you care that much about me and my feelings, a lie is not what you do to nurture them. You come and be 100, regardless of how it's gonna make me feel regardless of how I may view you after. But if that is your ultimate intention, it's because of how much you care about my feelings and how much you care about who, me as a person, then truth will set you free. <laughs> Not a lie. <laughs> a lie can get you laid out. <laughs> Let's talk about it. A lie can get you laid out. But if you are, if you really, if, if that's your true intent, right? If that's your true intent, then you caring about my feelings and you're caring about me as a person then the truth will hold way more weight than you're trying to lie another thing about lying is people are scared and i understand i definitely understand people have a level of um intimidation when it comes to the truth but what i've also realized is if you can't tell me the truth that means you can't tell yourself the truth and so it is a form of addiction because you're addicted to lying to yourself and again, that ties into the connecting the dots with pride and ego. You are very much um, content with lying to yourself every single day because you are able to sit in your pride and then you can operate in your ego where you can put on this persona for other people to make it look like, you know, you got your stuff together. You, you see how it's all tying together? So I completely see the connection but I don't understand it it is something that Holy Spirit had to get me to understand at a different level like I had to understand it outside of me if that makes sense because I'm not one to lie I will tell you the truth and don't really care about it I will be very very honest with you and if you 
take the honesty left or right that's on your own but I know I am sitting in my truth when it comes to you so if Holy Spirit had to really just get me to understand that when somebody lies it's really not a reflection of the relationship they have with you and it's not really a reflection of how they view you or how they feel about you it's more of themselves and it it boils down to who they are and they are living a lie of who they are so if they're living a lie of who they are they can't spit out truth it doesn't go together if you walk in truth if you are truth if you operate in truth then you can spit out truth but if you operate in a lie if you walk in lies then you're going to spit out a lie and that's i i never had to look at it that way because like i said i i'm definitely not one to lie but it made way more sense when holy spirit broke it down to me that way because i had to gain a level of outside of perception outside of me outside of how I move for me to understand and so I make a conscious effort to not be so chastising in a sense or be so um, what's the word like really like criticize people who lie because it's a deeper issue it's a deeper it's something deeper than what they're lying about the situation if that makes sense and so that addiction right there it's very very touching and i have a lot of i have a lot of empathy for it because it speaks deeper than you just telling me a lie it's like you lying to yourself and if you feel the need to lie to yourself that means you don't value yourself enough to be honest and truthful and so then it gets me in that space of how much do you value yourself? How how do you see yourself worth? You know, and just being in the space that I am mentally, I just have a, a empathy for people who lack self-worth and self-value just because I know what that feels like. So lying is just a little different, but it's connected to your pride and ego if you break it down in that aspect. Now, let's talk about this last non-drug related addiction and that's attention whoo attention seekers and I actually see this with my children um and it, I see it in different ways that they suffer from um wanting to be in the spotlight for their different reasons there is such a big age between each other and so they expect a different level of attention um separately independently and so when they don't get it they kind of act out do certain things to gain it and so it's very interesting that um holy spirit brought this one as an addiction because again set myself aside i, I don't like attention like <laughs> despite of what popular belief i don't like to, i don't I like attention i like to be off the grid as much as possible um, but where he is navigating me through with my companies is having me to be in the front of the camera versus behind. And so it's not that I like attention, but it's not something that I, um, I also don't seek it 
there's a lot of people who seek attention and Holy Spirit had to get to me mentally to understand that when they seek attention they're seeking to be seen for a way different reason than just their hair their outfit there is something way deeper they want to be seen to be rescued that was hard for me to really accept and it kind of was like a reflection I had to kind of like take a step back and really be in mom mode so it's like when my kids will try to do certain things to seek attention I had to ask them what is the deeper issue I had to really take that time because I had I never had those type of conversations growing up like if I would do something just to get my parents attention it would be ignored <laughs> to be honest it would be ignored because they were old, they're on the go people and so I they wouldn't pay attention to little stuff like that or they would try to use material compensation like they will purchase something to be like okay maybe she just wanted something but with me with my girls I'm moving a little different because I am wanting to make sure their mental and emotional are in a state of stability before they engage with other people so they can't be manipulated you know so it's a little deeper when it comes to attention it's not just people that just want to be seen just to be seen it's something deep rooted in it and that's why it becomes an addiction just like when people are addicted to alcohol it's something deep rooted they're constantly drinking because of something deeply rooted that they fail to address anytime you're addicted to a drug-related substance or alcohol or sex it's something that you're escaping from and so when it comes to the non-drug related addiction like attention it's something deeply rooted where we have to really catch it versus just um, minimize it or we try to overlook it or we try to categorize it as they just you know she's the baby and so she just wants to look or she isn't her teenage like no we can't really categorize it now it's just like we got to ask some questions what's going on like why are you moving a little differently than normal and if we with every single one of these non-related addictions where it goes from pride ego people pleasing lying attention codependency if we really take these non-drug related addictions and really ask deeper versus chastising them for operating in these addictions. Just like when it comes to somebody who operates, who uses heroin or uses coke or or weed, let's talk about it, or who is constantly having sex all the time. Like if we just eliminate the actual addiction in itself and ask the necessary questions, If but this is if we care, let's talk about it. And this is if we truly care for the person now. You can fake care and just want to categorize them. I had some people who did that. Like, they found out my family history and tried to use it as a weapon against me. Who does that? Evil people. But they really tried to use my family history of addiction as a weapon against me. And that just let me know that they truly didn't care about me they just wanted to use something against me and so you're going to come across some people that's like that that is going to use your codependency against you because they don't really like you they're going to use your ego against you because they don't really like you they're going to use the fact that you're people pleasing because they don't really mess with you like that so they're going to say that you're a doormat 
Right. You're going to come across some people like that. So, but this is the level of discernment that you got to pray for to know who really cares and who really doesn't. But it's also evident where if they see that you're suffering from this addiction, whether it's drug related or not, whether it's from drinking or whether it's from people pleasing, whatever your addiction is, if you are noticing that people are asking deeper questions, that means that they care. But if you are around people who are just letting you operate in these addictions and not saying anything, then chances are they're content with you dismantling yourself each and every day, diminishing yourself each and they're they're okay with that. That's when you got to do some self-reflection and be like, why am I around these people if they're okay with seeing me broken, if they're okay seeing me down, if they're okay seeing me literally killing myself from the inside, why am I around these people? Chances are a lot of these people are family too, but y'all don't talk about that. So on this episode, y'all, thank y'all for always tapping and tuning in. We are navigating through moments in life, uncovering the unspoken. Y'all know that's what I do. And so we can actually change the narrative to go from existing to living. And so as we are dissecting, fighting through addiction, I did want to mention for you guys to kind of tap into Galatians 5, 16 through 18 when you have a chance, because it really highlights the topic of today in a way that I can't even describe. Heavenly, you know, Heavenly Father's word is word on its own. You know, it don't need no help. It don't need no help. So I just appreciate each and every one of you guys tapping with me as we are navigating through Moments of Life. Again, follow Moments of Growth Podcast on Instagram. If you have not already, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talking Moments of Growth with me. In addition to that, like, comment, share, tell a friend, tell a friend. This episode will be streaming on all platforms later today. So if you did miss the live, don't worry that you can tap into Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeart, and Audible to hear the audio version of this episode. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. Be a blessing unto others, but know that you are blessed too. Bye. each episode i would love to always send uplifting words positive vibes and just encouraging messages to each and every one of you guys as we navigate through moments in life here are some of my favorite transformation affirmations i am worthy i am loved unconditionally i am valued and respected i am needed in this world my presence is purposeful i am not a victim to my past or my present I love you guys, and I appreciate each and every one of you guys. I pray all of you guys have an amazing rest of your day, an amazing weekend. Make sure you watch your surroundings and always walk in love and light, not just for others, but for yourself too. Know that you are a blessing, but make sure you are a blessing unto others. Bye.